You're listening to Eye on the Ball with Steve Rivera. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Eye on the Ball. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez, and you're listening to 1030 The Voice. Welcome to Wednesday, Jay. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Uh, you know, the beat goes on. We're we're still here, and we're still in limbo. And lots of beats going on today. Yeah, a lot of you know, a lot of stuff happening. There's some big news. that. Let's we'll start local, national? Yeah. Where do you want to start? Yeah, wherever you want to go. Let's start national, locally. I'm sorry, There's locally. There's a lot of stuff going on locally. Uh, right before we went on the air, uh, we it was uh, the information came out that one of Arizona football's best players, best returning players, Tony Fields, has decided he's leaving the program. So let me ask you, because uh, you follow these things closely, would one guy affect how you determine a season in terms of wins or losses? Well, it can. When it's a guy like Tony Fields, I yeah, think it can. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he, you know, he, he's, he's, play, he's played in every game since, he's, every since game. he came in as a true freshman. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been a starter all this time. He's somebody that they were counting on. And I think, you know, at least from where we sit, you know, highly unexpected to see him transfer at this point. So I'm going to have you put your journalism hat on and you're thinking, hmm, I'm wondering why. I am wondering why, and and I'm I'm asking around, and there, nobody really knows. Right, and you know, I'm, Tony Fields has his reasons for doing what he's doing. Hopefully, you know, the coaches have an idea of, of, of why that is, but. You know, this is a big deal, and 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 the the thing of this is, is that it's not just that he's leaving, but it's the timing, the of, timing it. of it. I mean, they would be, you know, in any normal, uh, if it, this had been a normal season, he would be headed for training camp to start next week. Sure. Well, let's remember that he's the second grad transfer. Right. In as many months, I think. Right. Scotty Young did it. Yeah. And so you have to wonder, you know, why? I'm thinking, just before you say, I'm thinking, what do they know that we don't know? Well, and and you know, if you if you read his his tweet. Um, his tweet, tweet he's, he thinks this is, you know, the best thing for his career. So why is that? To To leave... And go somewhere where it's uncertain, unless he knows he's going somewhere and he knows he's going to start and play there, which maybe he does. Mm-hmm. And but every wh- why why is that opportunity better than the one he already had here, where he knew he was going to start, he knew he was going to be a guy that's, you know, been crucial. being counted on and is crucial mm-hmm. to this team this year. The only and I'm not a detector here, but you thinking that maybe he goes to a better team with a better visibility uh, for his future. That's where my brain went first. Yes, is that, that he's got somewhere that he's going that he thinks he's going to get better visibility. Maybe, you know, he talked to somebody, you know, an, an NFL scout or somebody, you know, with a link to the NFL that said, you know what, being at Arizona isn't the best thing for you if you want to get the visibility you need to be in, to get in the NFL. In our world, it's called it doesn't smell right. Something's up. Yes. Something's up, and I don't know if it's one of those things that's up with the entire program. Right. If it's something that's just between him and the coaching staff, or, or if it's something that's yes. just about him, he's just saying, look, right. I've got to, I've got to be where it's best for me, and this isn't it. And then D, none of the above. 
But I think it's one of the three. Well, sure, sure. Yeah. And look, uh, I've always—I I mean, I'm—you know—as a—as a—as somebody who cares about how the football team does, and who's—you know—put myself out there that they were going to get six <laughs> six wins. Would right? that alter your? Um, would all, alter your? Let's say all <clears throat> things considered equal. Well, it's not so much just the one player leaving that circumstance makes me think about it. It's like. What's going on? Yeah, you know what's going on all together. Yes, is there something going on with the defense? Is there something up with the new defensive coordinator? You know, with what's going on coaching wise, is there True. something going on between you know with, with Coach Sumlin? What's happening? All fair questions. And let me say this: uh, last December, I think, and I'm just being full disclosure. Last December, I was talking to a few people who were close to the program, and you know, we don't get close to. Maybe Michael Lev does or whatever. And my people that I talked to said that be prepared for a mass exodus of people leaving. There was not a mass exodus, but there were a few. There were a few, a few, and now some key figures now. And it's not just that there've been a few. It's it's the it's the level of the of the players. Right. You know, right? It, it's not like. Tony Tony Fields is going to leaving Part-time because he's starter. not getting enough Part-time playing starter. time. Right, 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 right. It's not like he's not getting enough playing time here. This is the equivalent of of uh, Schooler leaving. I think. Sure. Well, he, he and Colin Schooler were supposed to be the sure. anchors of this defense. Right, 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 right. This is not a oh okay situation. No, this is like a wow. It's situation. not. It it is. I mean, it, it you know. I mean, I it, it kind of threw me for a loop in that regard. And and look, I'll, I'll you know I'll just say too. You know, I've always thought this about everybody, and I've said this before, yeah, about every player that doesn't want to be here, then then go. I'd rather you not be here than totally not want to be here and be here, right? Totally agree with so you. So I'm, 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 I'm in that regard, fine. If, if there's something going on that you don't want to be here, then you know what? I'd rather you just take whatever that is and, and take it with you. However... You know, when you lose a guy of that caliber from mm-hmm. your team, a guy that you're counting on, mm-hmm. now throw in the fact that they didn't have a spring practice, you know, uh, mm-hmm. they didn't have spring practice. So somebody's going to have to step in who hasn't done that before because Tony Fields has been in that position for three years. Now you're going to, you know, without having the opportunity to get somebody ready for that position, suddenly the def- there's a big hole in the defense. And we've always talked about the defense is not, the, the offense is not the problem. It's the defense that's going to be the problem. Right. They just got hurt more. Right. It, they, they've got a big hole in it. Tom, you've been by, uh, chopping it a bit. Yeah. I, uh, so this, uh, I'm going to throw this theory out there and you guys feel free to do what you want with it. But uh, a- anecdotally, without me actually counting the number of players who have left, I feel like it's about 70, 30 defensive players who are leaving. So I don't know if it's necessarily a Sumlin thing, but I do feel like it's something going on in the defense because the secondary thinned itself out. Uh, a couple of months ago, and maybe it's a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. In this pandemic, who knows what time is? And now you get one of your best linebackers leaving. I think it's something on the defensive well, side of the ball. Well, let's also say that there's been a lot of defensive changes in the coaching staff, and and you know how kids or people are. You know, you get a change and you really don't like it, or you or it's too tough or whatever. It may be something as simple as yeah. that, and maybe it's you know Paul Rhodes may have come in. And Tony Fields' uh, 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 role on the defense maybe has changed. Or he, he just didn't like the style. And, and, he, and, he, and he feels like he's got an opportunity somewhere else. I mean, look, I, I really hope the kid was smart enough to not just leave and say, okay, I'm going to go look for something better, not knowing, you know, I would hope that within the next few days we he, hear, he's gonna see where he I'm goes. going here. Yeah, yeah. And you say, okay, 
I get it. That's a, you know, you feel you've got a better opportunity there, you know, more power to you. And you know what? It, it may not necessarily be, it doesn't necessarily have to be a better, a better school. Right. It could just be a better system for him that allows him to show his talents and what he can do to get into the NFL. Cause ultimately that's the goal. And he did mention that, uh, you know, in, in his tweet. So I, I, look, it is what it is. He's gone for whatever reason he's gone. And, uh, you know, I, I think, you, you know, obviously the U of A, you know, they're just going to have to figure out what to do and, and what they're going to do to fill that hole, but it can't do anything but hurt. Right, right, right. No, no, I agree. It's funny. It's funny. I kind of this. I just Google this uh, for Alex Barcelo. Remember last year yeah. he left and kind of at the last minute and kind of under weird circumstances landed at BYU. And you're thinking, okay, maybe he wasn't you know, good enough here or he played a little, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And you think he went to BYU. He had a fantastic had a great year. Great year. Could shoot it. Yeah. What did Arizona miss? Shooting. Yeah. And you think it's kind of suspicious, yada, yada. But it worked out for him. It worked out for him, and, and you and you hope it do. You, you hope it does. I mean, I, I always hope for those guys. Unless somebody you know personally pissed me off, <laughs> I wish them well. Uh, We've had that discussion before. <laughs> you hold grudges. Hey, let's it's six fifteen. You want to take a quick break? Yes, yeah, we break. have a lot to talk about in a weird way. There's a lot of different things going on. Let's take a quick quick break here on ten three. The voice. Camille Rivas Rutherford with Coldwell Banker Realty has been one of the top producing real estate agents in Tucson, Oro Valley, Marana, and Vail for more than 20 years. Let her help you find your dream home in Southern Arizona. Her passion and enthusiasm for real estate has helped her become one of the most respected and trusted realtors in the area. And she was recently named a recipient of Coldwell Banker's 2019 International President Circle Award. Camille's approach to sales and marketing and selling or buying a home is second to none. Give her a call at 520-250-5192. There's a place in our house. For 70 years, Benjamin Supply has been keeping Tucson flowing. Hygiene is our business. We help you achieve extreme clean. Minimize germ spreading with a hands-free sensor faucet. Forget the paper panic with a washlet seat. And speaking of waterworks, a big thanks to plumbers for their essential efforts during this health crisis. Shop our downtown showroom by appointment. Call us at 777-7000 or see all the products online at BenjaminSupply.com. Thanks to Benjamin Plumbing Supply. It's those guys from Tucson Appliance Company, the best appliance company in Tucson. For the month of July, we're going to donate 2% of our sales to a local charity from in-stock purchases. Come shop at our store and work with our amazing sales team. Dustin, David, Ryan, Alex, Jermaine, and Peter. You can choose from a list of local charities for us to donate to. The only way we can give back is if you shop local. Only at Tucson Appliance, where our low price is your priority. <laughs> Where you bank really does matter. Hughes Federal Credit Union is proud to be recognized by Forbes as one of Arizona's best credit unions three years in a row. This national recognition highlights our commitment to high-quality products and services, our customer service, digital services, and financial advice. At Hughes Federal Credit Union, we offer low rates on loans, lower fees, and many free services. Make the switch. Join Hughes today. Visit HughesFCU.org best. Certain restrictions apply insured by NCUA. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez. Tom with the appropriate uh, music 
going and coming in. <laughs> lonely, what's a broken heart? Owner of a lonely, lonely heart. heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh, owner of the uh, small wallet now, Arizona might be guilty of having to pay some money. Well, you know, and before we, I, I jump into this, you know, if there are any lawyers out there listening mm. to us, would love to have you uh, call in and we can talk about this force majeure clause that that's a, a big part of what we're about to talk about. But uh, uh, the Portland State Athletic Director was, uh, was interviewed by... Uh, the the Oregonian and I'm trying to get her name here, um, but basically uh, her name's Valerie Cleary, basically saying we want our dough. Uh, Arizona it was a it was a five hundred fifty thousand dollar buy game. That's what uh, Arizona was going to pay Portland State to come and play that game, um, but it appears that to buy out of the game. Let's say let's say none of the COVID stuff was going on, and Arizona said, "Hey, we got a chance to play Notre Dame, Portland State. You're out." Mm-hmm. Arizona would have had to pay them seven hundred fifty thousand, not the five fifty, but seven fifty, to buy their way out of the game. Portland State is saying, "We want our seven fifty. and 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 the, the 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 what we've heard so far is that teams who are ba- Pac twelve, Big Ten, who have canceled their non conference games are saying. The force majeure clause is in play, which is a clause that is in pretty much every contract. And it says that if there's an act of God, a war, a disaster, a flood, an earthquake, whatever that cancels a game, everybody's off the hook. The question is, is this the act of God? Uh, well, what else would you call well, it? Well, Portland State's position, and she stated in, in the article by Ken Go in the Oregonian, is that... They're not canceling all their games. They're just canceling our game. They're canceling mm-hmm. our game and the uh, their other non-conference games. So they're still playing games. They're just not playing us. So therefore, we believe we we get the dough. On the surface, it would seem that they have a good case. That sounds like a good case to me. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. Um, you you know, know a couple. I know a few. And you know, and, and I, you know, I've written some contracts in in you know in my business life and that's one of those clauses that you just go pull the you know pull the language off a contract on the internet yeah. and stick it in your contract it's yeah. a very standard clause you know i wrote that i put that in a bunch of sugar skulls contracts that i, I was doing for sponsorships previous other businesses that i've been involved in it's sort of just a standard thing it just says if everything blows up where everybody's off the hook right but this it's coming into play i mean when was the last time a force majeure clause did come into play. No. You know, probably, you know, somebody, you know, who's been in a hurricane or something like that. Right, right. right. That said, you know, when you were talking about this, the last time I remember something like this but had nothing to do with it in a, in a close way was, do you remember that in 1995-96, Arizona had a game scheduled at, at, in Philadelphia against St. Joe's. They did not go to the game because it was very snowy. Right. Lutz says he was not going to put his team in jeopardy to get on a plane, to go over there and play, and then come back. Right. There were some other things behind all that stuff, but they didn't go. And they end up paying St. Joe's. And the guy, the coach at the time, uh, uh, he forget his name, a balding guy. Right, right. Uh, I can picture Ripped, him. ripped into loot. You just, you know, you're just snake. You should have come right. and see. I remember all it, that. It was, you know, 25 years ago. But that's kind of the same thing. It was an act of God. It snowed like crazy. I remember it. I was on a plane supposed to go, and I didn't go. Right, right. Um, so, you know, what's the act of God part? Right. Well, exactly. And, and, and you know, th- there's got to be a lot of interpretation into what, 
you know what it actually is you know you, you go back to uh you know when, when i think of this type of thing i go back to i was covering uh arizona, well and you were too arizona football in mm-hmm. 1989 and they had just had that earthquake that happened during it's the world North, series Northern remember California, that yeah, yeah. and two weeks later arizona played at cal right I remember I mean, we you know we went there the the the, the bay bridge was still in pieces remember we tried to get to a restaurant and we had to go like through the back right right, yeah. right. You, well we to get to to get to berkeley you had to go south and go over the through Hayward and go over the bridge and all that, that game still got played. But you know, if if somebody had said, "Right, we're not coming," and if you recall, the night before the game, there was another, another earthquake. <laughs> another aftershock. I remember that shook that. the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, was, if Arizona had packed up its stuff and said, "We're not coming tomorrow," I think that's where that would have right. come into play. And we all went to the game, and we were all up in that press box, and we were just crossing our fingers that there was <laughs> right, right. I that remember the place that. wasn't going to crumble. Nineteen eighty-eight, nineteen eighty-nine, eighty-nine. Yeah, it was. It, it Phil was Martelli. Phil Martelli was the guy. Oh, there thinking. you go, Phil yeah. Martelli. Yeah, no, it's just strange in it. it these guys not for like dimes this is for big time bucks this, this is this is important well and when you look at it from portland state side the the, the, yes. the you know the other uh, they got a game with oregon state also canceled that's nine hundred fifty thousand dollars that they were supposed to get paid for those two games their total athletic budget is 15 million dollars so it's basically one fifteenth those two games are one fifteenth of their entire budget and you know they're getting hit elsewhere she said so in the thing you know like everybody else they're getting hit sure. on other stuff sure but you know it's it's a big deal to them and there's a lot at stake in the, for them you know I, you'd like to think that they're gonna, they're going to resolve that you know they they haven't filed a lawsuit they haven't said they're going to file a lawsuit well, they said they had talked to Hickey she, she, and then yeah. they were they were right and she, you know she she said that you know they were it's very friendly so far uh, her her quote is it's not like Hey, because of COVID, we wound up canceling all of our games. So it's that we as the Pac-12 are canceling just these games. It does leave it open to interpretation. There isn't a lot of case precedent yet. And there is not. Sure. You know, that's a yeah. direct quote from from Cleary in the in the story. And and so you know, somebody's gonna have to make a call on this. Again, you'd like to think they could negotiate something. Sure. Maybe make make a partial payment and schedule them for a game down the road or something like that. Who knows what? I'm I'm already negotiating, right? <laughs> You're already thinking about it, how to get out of it. You know, but you know, Arizona doesn't have a mill, doesn't have the, they don't have that money. Right. They they're losing you know, they're you know, they're losing a lot of money. And it then if now, if there's no football season at all, everybody's off the hook. Right. Right. They're right. just saying if they're gonna play other games. Games, then they should pay us for ours. Let's transition with that because I'm still saying that it, the likelihood of it happening, uh, a season happening, is like 40%, 30%. I know you have a higher percentage, but people are continuing to say it's not looking good. Well, you know, it, it, they're they're trying to they're trying to be as hopeful as they can. They're trying to buy themselves as much time as they possibly can, and that's that's kind of what's happening. You're starting to hear some stuff coming out of of what happened at, with the SEC meetings on Monday, and and. Uh, Pat Forty uh, had, uh, co-wrote a, a, a column on SI.com that they got a source that who was at the meetings, and there's a whole lot of things that the SEC is talking about. They're just not ready to make a call on anything yet. But, you know, it seems like ten a 10-game ten season 
is the most anybody can hope for right now. That's the best we oh, can do. Very optimistic. And that, and that, and that. There's still a lot of people who seem to think that that is very, very optimistic. Yeah. Um, there's still, you know, it's it's kind of like there's either going to be a ten game season or they're going to play in the spring because one of the things that they have to do is they have to preserve the game. Sure. They can't play a six game or eight game season in the spring. They'll lose way too much. They're going to try and play a ten game. If it goes to the spring, they're going to play as many games as they can. They may try and play the whole season. Right, right. Then you run into different things with uh, NFL, you, your own s- schedules. Well, that was one of the other big things that was being talked about today. NFL? It, it, what happened? The NFL The NFL looks it's like they're s- going to stand their ground. They're not going to budge. They're yeah, going to keep doing what they're doing. Right, right. So there was, a, there was another, another piece that I saw today talking about how many players... How many really good college players would skip out on the spring season? You know, you know they already skip out of bowl games, right? They're already skipping out of bowl games. Is you know are are the you know the uh, the quarterbacks at Ohio State and Clemson are they going to play? Right. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, do you even you even have a, of course a not. you even have a, a, a the a lot of these were anonymous sources, but there was an assi- a power five assistant coach who said that if I'm Taylor Lawrence at Clemson. I'm not playing. If Heck you play no. the season in the spring, why would I play? Exactly. He's, he's he, you know, he, he's uh, he's regarded as a you know top pick. You know, probably going to be the number one pick in the draft. Why would he? He's go only, play in the spring and skip out on all the stuff that he needs to do with the NFL. To he be was drafted. only back because he had to be back. Now let's look at it this way. <laughs> Here's my silver lining. Say all these great players go. That evens the playing field quite a bit if there's a spring now I'm I'm picking Arizona to win more games because we know none of their guys are going to get drafted right true you know there aren't any and I don't mean to say, I don't say that in a mean way that's well, not yeah, really yeah, bad yeah, yeah. right right but you, you there aren't any I mean one of them might have just left is Tony right? is Tony Fields coming back <laughs> yeah one of them might have just you know Colin Schooler you know he, he'll, he'll yeah, he, you know, he might not he, he'll you know he, but you know if, if you're Colin Schooler do you play or not you've got to make the decision do I need to play to improve my stock or is it good enough that I don't play? Well, that's the funny thing about it because his stock is probably different than what his what he thinks his stock is maybe different than what people are telling his right. stock is. It's like Scooby. Scooby has this wonderful year, wonderful career here, got hurt, you know, maybe slowed him. And then you think, okay, he's going to play. He's going to play in the NFL, right? You're probably thinking that. Right. He's the last player to be drafted. And then he has no real career. And you're thinking, how does that happen? How did that happen? And guess what? It, that's how difficult it is to play. That's in the how hard it is. That's a, you can be, you can be a great college player, and 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 be you know on the outside looking in. And there've been some great college players that have come through Arizona, and there've been some players that you thought, uh, they're okay, they're pretty good, and then they've gone on and had great right. careers. Right. You look at somebody like uh, Robert Golden. He's mm-hmm. been in the league a long time. My first choice. You yes. know Robert what? Golden, right? Shushank or what's his name? The guy that's Dane Crookshank. Yeah. These guys, you know, they were good players and they were solid players. Yeah, but. Never think. Teams, but you, you know, you know, you get in the league and and you stay in the league. You know, Will Parks mm-hmm. again. He was a good player, good solid player. Uh, did some good things. Got some visibility with mm-hmm. a couple of you know great games and stuff like that. But the guy, you know, guy made a roster and he's still in the league. Right. You know, you see guys like that. Right. No, no. It's just kind of like you got to be at the right place at the right time. Show that you're able to play at that level and. St- Play as hard as you can, but uh, you know all that is. Uh, there's so much in in play with all of this. Given that, I would not play too. 
if I'm a t- if I know I'm going to be drafted in the first or second round, I'm definitely not. If the NFL isn't going to you know you know budge on its on, on its schedule, yeah, and you know on it's everything, not. you know, it's and not. You, you know that if they play their season like we expect them to, mm-hmm. they're not going to change anything, and they're and people guys are just going to skip. Oh, let's go. Let's go to break here. Talk about uh, other things. I thought this is a good subject here, real quick. Let's go. Come back here on ten thirty. The voice. Being named the 2020 El Tour de Tucson dedication recipient was such an honor. I have been a part of El Tour in the past, and I know about some of these amazing names that have been dedication recipients in the past, but it was an honor to be chosen for that, not only for me, but for my organization that supports people with disabilities. I've met so many people through the riding and through El Tour that are now some of my closest and dearest friends. One of the things that makes El Tour, you know, so safe and, and um, so well ran is all the law enforcement that gets involved blocking up the roads. My favorite part of the course on the newer course was the backside of Pistol Hill. I think what's amazing about El Tour is there's something for everyone's ability level. It includes the opportunity to be out there. You can even do a one miler. You can do something at home if you're limited to being indoors. That's what's great about it is all abilities are encouraged. It's very inclusive. These days, most families are concerned with having the right insurance coverage. Protecting your family, home, auto, and other valuable possessions can be challenging and sometimes expensive. Crest Insurance gives you flexible options and solutions while saving you money. Insurance is not one size fits all, and at Crest, we find the coverage that's best for you and your family. Visit us online at www.crestins.com or call us toll-free at 888-881-5765. Hey, welcome back to Eye on the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera alongside Jay Gonzalez. We were talking about football and the seasons, maybe possibly playing in spring. It's funny though, we were listening to Warren Rustan talk about, it's about going to school, getting an education, enjoying your life as a college student. Now we're talking about football in the fall, football in the spring, going to the NFL, they're going to do what they do. Isn't that what it is? It's just about going to play, go to school, you have them play football, play football. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, and 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 we we can't lose sight of that, right? We we, we really can't. But you know, it, it, it is what it is. Football is what it is, and we can't deny that. You know, how many of the guys that are on the Arizona football team are there with an expectation that they're going to have a shot at the NFL? Maybe not make it, but at least have an opportunity. There's a lot, you know, more than you, more, more than, than you would think, right? Right. right. R- sure. So that has to be taken into consideration. And especially when you got guys like, you know, some of the some of the top end players, you know, the top what five percent, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. who get drafted or have opportunities to play in the NFL. You know, you you can't overlook how important this is to them. Sure. And and if you're you know if you're that lock of a draft pick, like like uh, you know Justin Fields at at, at Ohio State, Taylor Lawrence, uh, you know any one of those guys that you know the any running back or whoever it, whoever it might be. I'm not playing. You, you can't, you, you know, you, you they have to do what's best for them. Mm-hmm. And, this if, is, and if that's in conflict with what's best for you as a fan, that's just too bad. Yeah, you know, and that comes to what we've been seeing for the last few years at U of A basketball. The guys who show up and they play for one year and then they're gone. Right. Don't blame them one bit. Right. And 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 I don't. And and you know what it'll it'll it, whatever happens will happen and you, it, this is a time for you to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And and um that that's why I've really never you know gotten unhappy with somebody who felt I'm, I'm not unhappy with Tony Fields. 
no, leaving. Yeah. No, no, I'm no. An, I, I'm unhappy that he's leaving because it, you know, it, it hurts would the, the U of A football team. But I'm not unhappy at him. He's got to do what he's got to do. Would the circumstances of his departure, whatever the list that we gave, affect how you think about that? Yeah, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make me be upset with, with him. him. Right. I would be upset with the program if there's something going on in the program right. that's causing this. You know, then then I've got a problem with the program. I don't have a problem with him leaving. Right. You know, I mean, how how many of us have had a job that we just said, "That's it, I'm I'm out of here." You or know? one that we stick around right. in and stick and, around. And you stick and you hate it, yeah. and you hate it, and you keep doing it till finally you go. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I had you know, I got into a you know, I got into a salary dispute at McDonald's. You know, when I was 18 years old, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't pay me an extra nickel an hour, so I left and I took my act dispensers at the mall. <laughs> Nice. But I was unhappy, you know, I was unhappy with my work situation and I did something about yeah, it. Right. And that's what you do, you know? And that, I mean, uh, that's, if that's, that's, the best that's a you. dumb example, but it is, but if it's, it's an, best for you. in the greater context, it's yeah. an example of, I did what I felt was best for me, yeah. uh, you know, at, as a teenager at that particular time. Right, right. And, so, so I've already gave you two examples. Scotty Young, I think Tom talked about some people on the defensive end leaving. We don't have the list, the, the complete list. Uh, but, but as my father would say first times uh, first times a mistake second times a habit or, or it just continues to happen uh, how many players do you think okay well, now there's a trend here well there, there but there's continued to be turnover you know they they you when you turn over a defensive coordinator that's a that's a very important position because while the head coach is the head coach and he's kind of in charge of it all you know sometimes you know you get a defensive coordinator who comes in and starts doing things a certain way mm-hmm. you know maybe has a, a, a different system than than what you're you know you got this opportunity because you were playing in this system. Now mm-hmm. the system has changed. Right. How has your role changed? So do you leave because of that? I, I, I guarantee you that's not the reason why. <laughs> because he, he's when you're one of the best players in the conference, your role is not going to change. But if, but if you go deeper into, into that, you know, did Tony Fields go talk to somebody who said, this is what it's, this is where I'm going to be and how they're going to use me. Is that going to help me get to the NFL? True. And if somebody said, no, that's bad for you, go somewhere where you can do this. And then he went and found a place where he can do that. Then he goes. Or, or Tony, you're going to be part of a bad team. Or you're Tony, you're going to be part of a bad defense and you're, and you're not going to get the visibility you're going to get there. Could there, be, it could be as uh, simple as that. That's part of the, why we do this. Or no, this is part of the job. We get to speculate when we don't know. Of course, we don't know. And we don't know squat. And you know what? You know, un- unless you, I mean, there are, I'm sure there are people inside McHale who have no idea why this happened, who were oh, shocked sure. as we were when they heard about it. I mean, I would assume or I would hope that the coaching staff has an idea so that if it's something that needs fixing, mm-hmm. they can fix it. But if it's something that's just, look, Tony just doesn't think that this is the right place for him and, and we gave him every opportunity and we're going to do things the way we're going to do them because that's what we have to do for our program and he leaves and that's what you have to do and you part ways and you hope you always hope it's amicable and you hope nobody's out there you know behind the scenes you know talking bad about you or anything like that right right we were kind of talking about that and we were talking about the spring possible so I said like 30 percent part of my thing is let's assume for a second they play September 7th September 14th whatever it is I still have an issue that once the first game is done that's when we'll know if we'll continue because that first game is going to say everything because you know kids are going to get something 
Yeah, and and you know, listening to a lot of the analysis of of what's gone on for the last you know, the last few days since uh-huh. you know since the the since the uh, Big Ten and the Pac twelve and right, all right. these people made these announcements, and and a lot of the analysis that's uh, gone on, you know, there there's just they're hoping for the best. They they feel like they're they're trying to predict something. That is incredibly unpredictable. Unpredictable, correct. I get you know, that. I mean, nobody thought we were going to be where we are two months ago. No. Nobody thought not. we were going to be where we are a month ago. Right. We, right? we were a going ago, well. We were, we were hauling butt down yeah. towards the football season, and all of a sudden... <laughs> Took a left at Albuquerque, and we're, <laughs> we're screwed. You know, so... You know, the, the, they're, they're trying to predict the unpredictable. They're doing the best they can with the information they have. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, th- what this whole thing has proven to be is that what's cr- what's right today is not right tomorrow. And, and uh, you know, there, there, there's just no way of knowing. And, and they're just going to try and do the best they can. You know, you've got, it, what was it? It was uh, at Notre Dame. The athletic director, or maybe it, was the, maybe it was the Notre Dame president, one of them came out and said, I just think we're headed towards the spring. And then Brian Kelly, the head coach, said, I think we're playing in the fall. Yeah, I mean, with even even within one administration, two completely different opinions of what they think is going to happen. Well, you did see today that the New Year's Day Rose Bowl parade. The Rose Parade. <clears throat> oh my God! You know, the first thing that I I got um, <clears throat> excuse me I got texted uh, uh, by my brother who goes he goes to the Rose Bowl every year with a friend of his, so he goes to the parade and the whole bit. And his he very defeatist <laughs> about. He said they've canceled the Rose Parade, and so I'll be surprised if, if there's a game. I don't disagree. Yeah. Or maybe the somebody said maybe the the, the Rose Bowl is going to kick off on Memorial Day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> could be. It could be. You know, uh, I, I had I had a, a a buddy of mine who you know I was you know talking about the Pac-12 tournament. Said yeah, if you you go to the Pac-12 basketball tournament, you come a day early, you can go to the Pac-12 football championship. Right, right, right. <laughs> Dude, that's I think we're more headed to that than not headed to that as we get closer. Because what today's the fifteenth. They said the twenty fourth ish twenty. Well, the twenty fourth, the U of A has to decide if they're going to have students on campus. I think they're going to. So I yes. think they're going to say yes. yes. But you know the, the the conferences have pretty much targeted the end of the month to say what the football season is going to be because by that time they've and maybe by going conference only and it buys them two or three weeks that they can say they can punt for a while mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. they can say okay we know we're going to start later because we're going to have fewer games we're going to reserve that time and. Give us another two weeks before we decide what's happening. And the the, the uh, new schedule comes out the thirty first, right? That's what the Pac twelve said that they would announce a new schedule on thir- by the thirty 31st. July thirty first, and then we'll have to reevaluate their wins. And My losses. guess is they're going to push the season as far down as they can with ten games. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to I think they're going to get ten games, and they're probably just going to add another conference game. Is what I think they will do. You know, there's a lot of discussion. You, you know, the Big Ten has 10 teams, so they've only got nine conference games if they play everybody. Mm-hmm. That's another conference where they're saying they're going to try and keep a non-conference game so they have 10 games. The SEC has only been playing eight conference games. There's a lot of discussion that they want to keep two non-conference games. Four of the teams in the SEC play a natural 
a, a geographical rival from out of their conference. You know, Georgia plays Georgia Tech. You know, they want to keep that game. Right. You know, Notre Dame's got a couple of games in there. Uh, Notre Dame plays Arkansas. You know, Arkansas would like to keep that game. So there's a lot of discussion that the SEC will try and go on an eight plus two, play their eight game conference schedule. And try and keep two non-conference games. And the bowl games that you were kind of talking about are going to ease their restrictions on qualifying for the bowl games. That they're, they're going to have to. Well, they're going to have to. Again, I think the bowl games are at a, a huge risk, especially some of those games that come in that start before Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. Las Vegas Bowl being one of those. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's what there's ten games. I the think. New Mexico Bowl. Right. The Vegas I think there's bowl. eight or ten ten pre-Christmas. Bowl games. I think every one of those is right. at risk. This is I the, think the season's going to spill into that time. This will be the Valentine's Bowl. <laughs> Let's take a quick break here on 1030 The Voice. There's a place in our house. For 70 years, Benjamin Supply has been keeping Tucson flowing. Hygiene is our business. We help you achieve extreme clean. Minimize germ spreading with a hands-free sensor faucet. Forget the paper panic with a washlet seat. And speaking of waterworks, a big thanks to plumbers for their essential efforts during this health crisis. Shop our downtown showroom by appointment. Call us at 777-7000 or see all the products online at BenjaminSupply.com. Thanks to Benjamin Plumbing Supply. Time to update those old kitchen cabinets? Call the Window Depot today. The Window Depot is not only the number one warehouse for windows and doors, we now have a great selection of kitchen and bath cabinets at Tucson's best prices. The Window Depot is Tucson's top spot for granite and quartz countertops to finish the new kitchen or the replacement of that old worn out Formica. So call us today at 290-8545 or 622-6430. The Window Depot, windows, doors, granite, and new kitchens. It's those guys from Tucson Appliance Company, the The best appliance company in Tucson. For the month of July, we're going to donate 2% of our sales to a local charity from in-stock purchases. Come shop at our store and work with our amazing sales team. Dustin, David, Brian, Alex, Jermaine, and Peter. You can choose from a list of local charities for us to donate to. The only way we can give back is if you shop local. Only at Tucson Appliance, where our low price is your priority. Hey, welcome back to Iron the Ball here on 1030 The Voice. I'm Steve Rivera, alongside Jay Gonzalez, talking football. But, you know, I want to kind of big weekend for golf. Let me also tell you there's a big weekend for horse racing. Uh, Baffert has a number of horses uh, this weekend on Friday and Saturday. Uh, there's connections to Tucson on one of them on Friday. But they need to get – this is where they're going to get their points to, to qualify for the Derby. For the Derby. Because uh, if they don't have the points, they can't run in the Derby. So there's a bunch of them running this weekend to try to qualify. And, and I know that the weekend for golf is huge too because Tiger Woods is coming. Right, Tiger Woods is back on the on the on the tour this week. The Memorial, a tournament that he's won a, a bunch of times. It's a Jack Nicklaus tournament, and uh, you know, but it's his first tournament. These guys have been playing for a month, and uh, they're all geared up. And you know, you wonder, you know, it's one thing to be playing and you know stay try and stay in rhythm and stuff, but it's a little different, you know, just like anything else, you know, to get out there on the golf course and now you're competing. So it'll be interesting to see what. What, uh, what happens out there? Uh, I saw just, I, I think on the ticker this morning or last night that Tiger Woods is 28 to win to win the thing. He's win five. He's won five times, right? Right. I would put 10 bucks on that to win $290. Why not? Yeah, uh, yeah. That that might be, you know, just something to throw out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm leaning the other way on Tiger. I think he's going to, I think he's going to have a, a little bit of a tough time. Uh, and, you know, you can go on DraftKings and, well, in Arizona you can't, um, but they're, you know, they're, uh, DraftKings put out a bunch of 
special proposition bets related to Tiger Woods. One of the ones that's more interesting that I, I thought was um, he's playing with uh, Brooks Kepka, who with Rick LaRose yesterday, Rick uh, suggested I take Brooks Kepka in my golf pool this weekend. Did you? So I did. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm on the I'm on the Kepka train. So there's an interesting bet. Kepka, Tiger, and Rory McIlroy are playing mm-hmm. together in a group. So you can bet on which one of those three has the lowest score tomorrow. I would take Kepka just because. Right. Like I said, I'm on the Kepka but, train. And, and you believe that? Or like you would bet it anyway? Yeah. I. I um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I like Tiger. I, I, in spite of all his problems, and you know, he's a yeah, bad, sure. You know, personally, he's probably not the greatest guy. Maybe he's changed all those things, um, but I'm a fan of him. I'm a fan of him and what he's done for golf. It's mm-hmm. exciting to watch him. I'm always rooting for him, um, and there's a lot of people who don't, and that's fine. You know, you can have your opinion. I always root for him because I think he brings something to the game that. There's no question. There's no, uh, nobody else has ever done that. There's no question. So he, I do root for him, and I'm interested. But I I would think that, you know, he's got – I think he's got to kind of ease into it. So uh, another bet that you can make is that um, he has under four and a half birdies tomorrow. So he's got to have five birdies to, you know, to cover that. I think that's a lot, you know, for so you uh, the said first no? time out. So I would, I would say no. I would take the under on that one. Hmm. I think I would take the over. I don't know. I mean, fresh face coming on. Yeah, this you, know, is you, pers- you can you can bet on him to finish in the top ten. You can, and there's a whole bunch of stuff that you, you can bet on him to uh, 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 hold a you know hold a shot from off the green on the first day. I mean, they make it fun. There's a lot yeah, yeah. of fun stuff. Is out there, there one for withdrawal so he gets out? <laughs> no, but there you know you can you can bet on whether you think he's going to make the cut. You can bet on which of his four rounds will be his best, best round. I got to see that. A, a whole bunch of cool stuff like that, and you know, they, it, it's it's brought a whole new element to uh, to sports, really in general. That mm-hmm. you can do stuff because you couldn't do stuff like this in golf. You know, right. you really. I mean, yeah, you could go bet stuff. You know, weird Who's stuff like win? that for the Super Bowl and you know certain games and stuff like that. And there's a lot of things that you can do. But with what's gone on with gambling and the overall acceptance of it, mm-hmm. even though my wife is an ex, ex, is a accepting of it as uh, some of us are. <laughs> it's, you know, it, it does make it interesting, you know, to see. I mean, like, I'll pay attention to these things with Tiger Woods to see, you know, how people fare, you know, and I've got some friends who are putting some money on some of that stuff, and you know, it's 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 just it's just fun to see it, and it adds a, a whole another level of spectating for, mm-hmm. you know, for, for, for everybody. Are so. you, so are you getting antsy now that the NBA and, um, and Major League Baseball is pretty close here, but there's still a lot of problems. A lot of problems, but you know, I sound, I, I I haven't seen anything that says if this happens, there will you know there's not going to be a season. They're they're charging forward. They're they, they're you know they're they're all in. I think they're committed. They're going to play. The seasons are going to start. The Major League Baseball season starts a week from tomorrow. No, a week from Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Or is it a week from Thursday? It's next week. And, uh, I, you know, I'm going to be drafting my fantasy team. And so, um, you know, I think that there's – they're playing. You know, even with players out, you know, Russell Westbrook, you know, there's a lot of prominent players and people are getting the, the you know, the, the COVID. But they're going to they're gonna figure out ways to play. People are busting that uh, that bubble. Well, you know, and, and I mean, think, you know, actually, you know, there, there's some been some opportunities. And we had a couple of local guys. Nick Gonzalez mm-hmm. um, got invited to the to the Pirates uh, 60 man camp. Right. To get ready story. for the what season, you know, yeah. and and uh, and an, and another player out of uh, out of Cienega. Um 
Uh, Andre Jackson, a pitcher who's in the Dodgers organization, he got invited to this. You know, they've invited 60 players to camp. I, the roster, I, I don't know if the roster is still going to be 25 or 26. Yeah, I don't know. If they're going to keep extra guys on. But guys are going to be available. They're going to have 60 guys that they can pick from. Let's say four guys get COVID, you know, right, and you've, right, got, right. You, you've got to go get four guys to fill in your roster. You know, that's what that's what they're doing. So no minor league games. No minor leagues. But they'll be there to be available to the, fill right. in. There's 60 guys that you have on your extended roster, mm-hmm. let's call it, mm-hmm. that you can pull from as, as guys miss games. Because, you know, guys are going to get COVID. They're going to have to sit out for two weeks or whatever the yeah. proto- protocol is. Right. Um, you've seen that somebody, they're shortening it now because if you get it, and then you you know you get tested and now you have ten, a negative days, test yeah. and then another negative test you can you know you can come back right right so well we've seen that in the NBA because I guess two guys have already caught it by sneaking out or whatever even they don't have it but there've been a couple of guys who burst the bubble or whatever well, some, it was yeah, some guy got kicked out right because yeah. he 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 went to he, get a pizza he crossed the line to go get his pizza his delivered pizza yeah. and he went you know he went over the line and they 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 sent him away and he's got to be out for two weeks so now they built a uh, hotline to rat everybody the out. Snitch line, they're the, the snitch line. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of I, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, I guess if you're going to play the, if you if you're about to play the Lakers, and you see, you know, LeBron, you know, on the other side of the street. Are you going to call? <laughs> well, Doc Rivers said. Doc Rivers said that he says, "I'm going to rat out everybody, so we'll be the last team standing." <laughs> you know, that's our only chance, or whatever. What you're going to rat everybody out? Uh, no honor whatsoever. Yeah, no, no honor it's whatsoever. it's got to win, baby. Got to win. <laughs> got to win. But it, you know, it's so much. It adds such an interesting element to all of this. Is mm-hmm. that you know, again, I mean, we're speaking to the you know to the whole idea of of NFL draft pick type players skipping out on the season if there's a spring season. Now, if Alabama loses their 10 best players, how good are they? I mean, they're still going to be really good, right? Right, right, right. But how good? No, I I understand your point. Yeah, I understand your point. You know, Um, does that, you know, if USC loses, you know, six starters, I mean, just look at any season. If Arizona was going to play USC and you found out six starters are out, Mm -hmm. Don't you think Arizona's got a chance? They turn into UCLA, so they have a chance. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You know. No, no, I don't disagree with that. Um, it just makes for a for a peculiar season. A season I still don't think is going to go. It's just so difficult. I, I just sorry it's, to say. I, it's, I I I think it's going to happen in the fall in some way. You know, there. I mean, there's another there's another school of thought in order to again limit the risk. And and I think Dave Rubio mentioned this. Play the other sports in the spring. Right. Just play football right, right. in the fall, so you have fewer students around the athletic facilities. You have fewer events. You have fewer things to deal with, and now your testing is all geared towards just football. Right. So you're saving some costs and move volleyball and cross country or sure. whatever those sports, you know, over I, to the spring and concentrate on football because it pays the bills. I, it was exactly that. You know what your budget will be or won't be right. with the other ones as well. New Mexico is doing, they're moving everything to the spring. Uh, high school stuff. High school stuff. High right. school stuff, uh, which is probably smart. And they're limiting the schedule to 20, you know, killing about eight games each. Uh, I bet you that Arizona does not want to do that. Right. They, they said that already. They maybe said it on the show that we talked to a couple of people that they don't want to do that. 
it's going to be tough for them to play too. Well, it would be very hard to manage it, you know, from a staffing standpoint. We, yeah. you know, we've talked about that. But again, if you can keep football in the fall and just move everything else, when you know, staffing a football oh, game sure. is different from staffing a volleyball game mm-hmm. or a gymnastics meet or a water polo match or any other mm-hmm. any of these of the those sports. So, you know, if you can gear your staff towards that, then go deal with all the stuff in the spring. Maybe that's the way you do it because and and it, and it buys you some again buys you some more time because uh, as you know people have said time is the issue sure. right now no, and that was the thing that we had in uh, late April May so right. we won't have to worry about it for later right and the wiggle room has turned into nothing we're run, we've, we're 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 up against the wall on time so if you can do things to buy yourself some time mm-hmm. then things can happen so you know if somebody says. You can have a football season if we move all the all the sports to the spring. I'm all for that. Right. I'm no, it's, it's that. a lot of contingency plans. It's a lot of a shuffling of schedules. Well, and that you know, and that again, getting back to you know what what happened at the uh, at the SEC meeting, you know they're they're figuring all of that stuff into it. You know what to do with the other sports. I mean, the SEC already said none of their outside of football, none of their sports are going to play before September first. You know, maybe they just move them all. So. You know, what these guys are trying to do, they're trying to think of everything. Right. So that they're not shocked by anything and that, and that's a commendable thing to do but it's even even with that you're there's no way you're going to think of everything no and, and the SEC you know they're doing everything they can to make this happen to have their football they have to have this because what else do they have they, they may just start killing each other <laughs> If they don't have their football, send your letters you to Jenkins. Where, where do you, you know, where do you, where do you get rid of all the pent up? You go to COVID stuff. parties. You go to COVID parties. You know, I mean, can, can you imagine? I mean, the, the way these people live and breathe football down there. Can you imagine if they don't have football? Oh no, yeah, it's, they'll lose it's, their minds. Sure, get a hold of Greg Byrne. <laughs> they will lose their minds. Right? No, no. Uh, you know, I don't want to see that. I, I, I really don't want to see that. I mean, you just, uh, we, we got to have it, Steve. And we won't, we won't know tomorrow. We won't know we're the next gonna, day. Exactly. We, we're we're going to be guessing for a while. I think by the end of the month we'll know something. But you know, until then we'll just keep tootling along and talk about it. And maybe maybe we'll come up with a great idea, right? Exactly. Until then, Tony Fields. Good luck to you and your decision. Hey, Brooks Kepka, starting tomorrow. I need him. One seven uh, ten seventeen tea time tomorrow. Good luck, Jay. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We'll be here tomorrow. Here on ten thirty, the voice.